we all die in a yellow submarine. I'm Justin. Who would have thought seaweed would have been bad for your health? I'm Jackie. Looks like Skates was right. The deep sea cave flies are bad this year. I'm Sam, and this is The Rift on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No one! Hangers! It stinks. Hangers! Get to the Stinker Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast, podcast about bad movies. movies for bad movie lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Justin. As always with me is Sam and Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Uh, This week on the show, we've got a movie from 1990 called The Riff, starring Jack Scalia, R. Lee Emery, and uh, Ray Weiss. Um, Sam, why don't you go and tell us what the story is here? Should we do some deep, deep sea sounds for you? As we descend into the ocean, Sam will now take us through the movie. How do you do a radar sound, like a radar ping? That's, no, that's just you saying ping. All right, Sam, what's up? Uh, This is actually a really interesting movie. There's not a lot about it, but the interesting thing about it is that this is Dino making his own mockbuster. Oh? Yes. Uh, It had... The Mockbuster has been a thing for a while, and there's always been like once the video shelf and the DTV and the Blockbusters got huge, but this is at the height of that, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, box office smash, there's going to be something they put around it that the poster is going to make it look like, oh, that maybe we'll get some some rentals off of this yeah. fake thing. Okay, like I know they do exactly on the Netflix now, right? Disembodied people floating. Uh, uh, spooky blue lit covers that like are like, oh man, that that's gonna be a good Friday night movie for me and the girlfriend type thing. Yeah, but usually what happens is is that you're not the one making your own mockbuster on your own movie. He mockbusted his own movie. Yeah, so Dino did Leviathan the same at the same time. Oh my god! <laughs> and they spent thirty million on Leviathan, right? And then he's like, "Go ahead and make another one for like two million." Also, use this script. And there's a lot of reading in between the lines that I had to do on this movie, but the original. Uh, screenwriter said that it was a science fiction film. He didn't say when it was written. So Dino just yanked a a sci-fi script off of the shelf during all those years that he was trying to make star Wars again and could never do it. Uh And just said, put it underwater. Oh, and they crank this thing out at around the same time. 
And the best part about hedging his own bet was Leviathan was ultimately, even though it was number one for one week at the box office or number two, it only made third. It only made fifteen million. It tanked. Oh yeah, this but, but made more million? money because no 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 no. It Leviathan cost thirty. It made fifteen. Oh okay. This okay. one cost two million. Okay, sorry, this I was confused. Supposedly as low as one point three million. Uh huh. I can see it. <laughs> I am not seeing a marked difference in the visuals of this film and Leviathan. Uh, the yellow submarine looks pretty dumb, but uh, it, and it's, it's, there's quite a few external shots of it that's clearly just in a murky pool. <laughs> it's just a little, it's a kid's toy that they filmed in a murky pool. Like, yeah. hey, it's a submarine. Well, it's not the Andersons models, right? No, the the models were better in Leviathan and they had a bigger pool, but yeah. I actually think that... <laughs> For what the and if you looked at it, there was in the credits, there was only two people credited as modelers. Oh, geez. So there was a very small group of people that did all the visuals for uh -huh. this. And I think they did a very good job yeah. with the budget and the what they had to work yeah. with, especially that model, which I think is recycled. I've seen that before. Yeah. Well, you saw it at the beginning of the movie where they're just talking or they're standing in a room talking literally in front of the model. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it might have been like an actual toy model that they just added some stuff to and painted yellow. Oh, so it's like Kit. It was yeah, a Firebird like they and they glued some shit on it. They they started 90% finished with this model. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Walmart, get the coolest looking submarine. Wait, I said the coolest looking submarine you could find at Walmart. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> that's, that's literally just the yellow submarine from the Beatles movie. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> And it came out at that same time that there was just a rash of deep sea movies and Deep Star Six was the other one that sucks as bad as Leviathan in this one. I think it sucks. Uh, deep Star Six, I think, I don't know. Yeah. The I, Abyss is there too. And of course, The Abyss well, is an actual good movie. The, but. the, the Abyss gets lumped in with these mm -hmm. because it has elements of horror. Yeah. But it is not a horror movie. It is actually... A high science fiction. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it just happens to take place for most of it being underwater. It's not and frightening at all. It's, it's. I mean, it's basically just E.T. over again, but. Well, I thought that the graphics for where they were at in the icebergs were very frightening. Like, this is not even close to what you're showing us on camera. Right. And you're making it look like, oh, you've got plenty of room to go through these icebergs. No, you don't. Yeah, the filmmaking's not quite... Uh, is it, it's more horrific than the than the content that it's displaying. <laughs> I also like that in one part they dive down and the little icon or the little uh, green dot that's supposed to be them goes down like halfway through, and then they're like, "All right, release the diver," and they're no, like, "Clear back hey, up." Okay, hey, come on, man, you gotta let me have some job later. Sam, keep talking about this the production. Of this okay. Movie. Uh, what also makes it interesting is when you see the engineer, uh, Mueller, Frank Brana. Uh -huh. You're like, I know who this guy is. I've seen this guy everywhere. What, why is this guy in the movie? He's a Spanish character actor. It's because uh, Juan Piquer Simon directed it. He, of course, also directed Pod People Pieces and Slugs. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting choice. Like, in, he had to have a translator because they were going with so many different uh, ethnicities of actors. People were speaking different languages on this film. Oh, so there's so an element to, of Troll 2 here. 
you'll notice some of the act- actors are very clearly VO'd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the chef. Yeah. Francisco. Yes, the chef is VO'd constantly. Yeah. And so the, uh, Mueller and the chef are basically, he just brings in his own people like, oh, I get to do a movie in Hollywood, kind of. <laughs> you want to come? Sure. Okay. You're going to die. Of course we're going to die. Uh, Jack Scalia, who you mentioned, and Deborah Dare, the couple in the film, and why they're a couple in the film, and how all of the timeline of when it's made and how it's working... They're, of course, soap opera stars. And soap operas mm-hmm. right now are as huge as soap operas. They go up and down, right? Mm-hmm. But in the late 80s and early 90s, soaps were reaching one of their many peaks. And so you see a lot of the uh, players, the day players and soap operas are really branching out into areas that they probably shouldn't. Right. Yeah, like I can uh, see him being a soap opera star, but not her. Right. Because I don't know, like, I watch soap operas, and anytime you have a soap opera, the ladies with the short haircuts are always the old ladies mm. that are menacing. No, the, sometimes the sisters have short haircuts, and they usually get kidnapped by, like, a by like a, a, a third world ruler, you know? Like, oh, she, because they get pregnant in real life. And so, oh, yeah, we'll just write her that she got kidnapped, and then she'll come back, and he'll be like, what are you doing here? Okay. Also, isn't Jack Scalia the uh, grandson of the late uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Anton Scalia? Anybody? Is that funny? That doesn't sound funny. I don't think it's spelled the same. The, the I think you're just trumping out here. Lack of uh, <laughs> of fervor for my bad joke is uh, not good, so I'm going to assume it's not funny. Uh, I did look him up because uh, I didn't know much about him. Did you know that in 1971, he was the third round pick in that MLB draft, the third of 1971's MLB draft. He went to the Expos. Third third overall or third, third round? Third overall. Wait, who are we talking no about? Idea. The judge or the Jack, soap no, opera Jack, guy? Jack Scalia. Yeah, the main character in this movie. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't look up any of his stats or if he was successful or not. But third third pick overall. That's pretty good. Apparently, it didn't work out too well because he had to switch to television. But, you know. Yeah. He probably, I mean, or like Kurt Russell, have a nego because Kurt Russell yeah. was going to play the... He was he was a ball Keanu, player, you know. Uh, t- t- to make it, you, uh, Keanu the Wall Reeves, right? Exactly. Yeah, wasn't what? he? Wasn't just pretty good. His nickname was the Wall because you apparently couldn't. He was a really, really fucking good goalie. Yeah, he blew out his shoulder in hockey I think, instead of his knee. He blew out all of it. That's yeah. why he's got a hitch in his giddy up. Right. Ah, doesn't stop shooting people in the face. It- or doing almost all of his own stunts at the age of 50. He right. just doesn't. He, he gives two shits. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, it's interesting that you bring up Keanu because this guy's character is Wick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wick Hayes is his name. It should be Dick Hayes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason I picked this movie is because it's like the lead. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this guy is a total tool. Wow. <laughs> Big time. And he's, the first time we get his reveal, I'd never seen him before because I don't watch soap operas. I was like, Jackie's like, God, where have I seen that guy from? Where is he from? And I'm like, tennis. Because he looks like <laughs> tennis Greg. Like, yeah. He, he, no. he is. Your hair is exploding out of your head, sir. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But his hair just gets more magnificent as the movie progresses. That's what I told Justin. I was like, every new shot that we see of this guy, it's like, more hairspray and volume, please. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. he uh, just 
was like, I have got, it's 1990, it's a new decade, but you know what? I'm going to stick with that fucking Lieutenant Riggs hair. Like, really go hard on the Riggs. In fact, I'm going to buy some Riggs hairspray. Riggs brand hairspray. Make sure your head looks like it exploded. Do you not have enough pubes to cover up the disgusting crabs you have? Rick's hairspray. <laughs> Rick's? Riggs. Riggs' hairspray. God damn it. <laughs> lethal Weapon. Joke. You remember Mel Gibson's hair in Lethal Weapon 1? It's yes. out of control. And I was making fun of it because then he could, <laughs> you could fluff up your pubic hair so that the crabs, you, you know, they would be stuck in the pubic hair in the back. And so, you know, you could get laid. I don't think that's yeah. how that works, but uh, moving on. <laughs> Sam, you yeah, got anything to, else here? Yeah, to make you sure that, you know, we know it's a movie and not a soap opera that's 90 minutes long, they went ahead and brought in Lee Army and Ray Weiss, mm-hmm. which was a good call. They both did very well in this. Yeah, well, Ray Weiss does good in everything. I mean, so, I yeah, so does Ermey. They, they do their thing and they do it. I wouldn't say Arlie or Emery was, uh, was it Ermey or Ar- Emery? Ermery. Gunny. We'll was, just call him just, Gunny. Gunny, uh, yeah. He, uh, I wouldn't say he did a great job here. He didn't have a lot to do, but, uh, you know, I like it when he yells. That's fun. But uh, he didn't sure. do a lot of yelling here, so I don't know. I guess he was fine. I The last notable thing about the film is that the music is done and usually doesn't get a solo credit because he usually worked with his father in collaboration with other people, but Joel Goldsmith actually did the soundtrack solo. Not Jerry. Not Jerry. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. I didn't yeah. really notice the soundtrack, so that must mean it w- didn't suck. So It didn't suck. Yeah. No, that's what's the best part about this movie, even though it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Pieces don't suck that bad. Like, it's... For what they started with and where they ended up, you're like, wow, that's a lot better than I would have thought you would have done with all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into The Rift. Oh, we should mention it's currently streaming on Amazon Prime. If you haven't watched it yet, go do it. And it's the 1990s version. 1990, not the 1990s. The 1990s is a decade. They didn't release this in an entire decade. Like, it's not Game of Thrones. It was released in 1990. <laughs> also, is there other versions of this movie, right. Jackie? <laughs> there are. When we looked up the rift on Amazon, it had like six other the rifts. Yeah, but not the, share the same title, not a ver- different version of this film. <laughs> I would also like to point out that the poster on Amazon has a giant uh, jellyfish mm-hmm. as the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never see that. Maybe I don't know. We'll get let, let's get into it. Uh, so we get introduced at the very beginning to our our hero, uh, Wick Hayes. He appears to be like every other dude with curly hair that's uh, living in Pomona. Uh, from every other movie we do. He lives in this just dumpy apartment. He's got beer cans scattered all over the place. He's literally got a burning cigarette ne- sleeping next to him. Uh, that's, yeah. his, that's his girlfriend is his burning cigarette. And two tough guys come up to his door and they're like, they and like they knock and he's like, oh, hey, and then they just walk in. So I guess, you know, Pomona in 1990 was a nice place to live. You didn't even have to lock your door. See, I don't think he's in Pomona. I think he's in like Sherman Oaks. Okay. <laughs> But, yeah, they just come in, and they give him a tonic water shower, like, time for a bath, and they dump some tonic water (laughs) on his head. They're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to be Miami Vice. Everybody's (laughs) trying to be Miami Vice right now. Yeah, so they wake him up, and they're like, it's time to go. You've been called in by, I can't even say what the name of this 
uh, villainous corporation is that's just uh, what's his name's character from Aliens. Um, it's a private corporation. Right. This is not a government mission. So, okay. But he gets called in like, hey, you're the designer of the Siren series of submarines. Uh, we want you to, we've got to have a conversation with you because there's been an incident on Siren 1. Uh, your buddy died in it. You guys were super tight, I know. Uh, he didn't even have any lines. That's how tight you were. Uh, but there was some sort of incident. Um, a meltdown or just combust it. What the fuck happened to Siren 1? We don't, we never find out. Yeah, not we really. We kind of find out, but not really. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in, this is actually, I can tell you from experience, the plight of a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when you design something, they're like, yeah, we're going to need you to go in and pilot it. I, I had this happen. I designed a logo for mm-hmm. a company right. that built uh, helicopters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you designed the logo, so we need you to come in here and fly it. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to turn it upside down and definitely fly it through an explosion. Yeah, we've got all the time to designers. We've got you've got to get to the evac, uh, the the evac zone and pick up uh, a, a troop of uh, commandos. And they're going to be uh, they're going to be running and bullets are going to be coming at the chopper. And then eventually you're going to have to take off. And if you see Willem Dafoe on the ground, just pretend he's not there. Just just keep yeah. just take off. <laughs> Leave they, him there. They're like, what? We'll give you everything we, you need. What do you need? I'm like, Adobe Illustrator? <laughs> <laughs> I could draw a chopper, I guess. <laughs> yeah, here's the explosion and me flying through it. Can I fucking go now? <laughs> you just come into the briefing room with like one of those doodles that you did when you were in like the sixth grade of like tanks on the ground and then a chopper and like the little lines for bullets. And they're like, mission accomplished. <laughs> Yeah, well, here's how it backfires on you. You're like, oh, I'll fucking show these cheese dicks and make them the worst PowerPoint they've ever seen in your life, yeah. which actually ends up being the best PowerPoint they've ever seen in their life right. because people that use PowerPoint don't know how to use Illustrator. And so you're like, oh, fuck, I just fucked myself. They think I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they're they're like uh, there's a radiation leak down there. And he's like radiation. And they're like, oh, yeah, we slapped some nuclear engines on it. Uh, he's like, I didn't put those on there. And they're like, well, that's because you designed a submarine that didn't have engines. So we had to put yeah. something on it. Uh, so we <laughs> put a nuclear engine in there. He's like, I didn't design it that way. I designed it with diesel because <laughs> I'm from the 50s. With oars. <laughs> with yeah. 40 dudes Actually, and I'm, oars. You have, there's there's a, a series of rats in wheels. <laughs> if there's enough rats in wheels, it'll go like a hell. How Trust dare me. you change my submarine to the same thing that all the other submarines are, you bastard. Um, so they're like, so we want you to go down there, uh, see what happened, and uh, report back to us, uh, and you can take Siren 2. You're going to link up with the NATO team because NATO, I we have access to NATO, and NATO's like, yeah, we care about your private corporation submarine uh, rather than just indicting you for having nuclear explosions underwater or whatever. Well, supposedly it's a rescue mission and they're like, oh, or at least a recovery mission or something like that. But either way, it should be raising red flags to him. Like, why are you sending me? Right. Right. Exactly. And then it gets even more red flaggier later. But we'll t- talk about that uh, when it happens. Um. So he links up with the NATO team. 
Uh, nobody likes him. They all give him the stink eye. They're like, eh, you, it's your fault that we're here in the first place. You built this stupid submarine and now I don't even want to do this. Also, these guys, like when you get the, uh, the Marine introduction in aliens, yes, it's annoying because their, their dicks are so fucking hard for each other. Um, but these guys, those guys had skills. They seemed like they belonged on a, uh, a, a mission in space where they had to maybe fight some aliens. Um, except for Bill Paxton, but, uh, uh, these guys clearly have no business being on a submarine. There's beer cans littered all over the place. They're smoking and like, just being like, eh, you're a fucking douche. And like, it's not, it's not even like tough guy. Like, eh, you're a douche. It's like, eh, you're a douche. No, I'm a douche. You're a douche. <laughs> well, not to mention that the, uh, diver looks like he just got off of a surfer movie. Right. Or came back from surfer camp because yeah. he's totally got that haircut. Uh-huh. Also, the submarine is a little large on the inside. Yeah, it's like the TARDIS. Like, the lunchroom is bigger than the submarine, and that's just one room. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, sexual harassment isn't encouraged. It seems to be demanded in this workplace. Yeah, boy, skeets. Woof. Man. Not, uh... Not, not good. Yeah, there's like this lady, uh, like she's the hot, right? Uh, the movie tells us, uh, named Anna. And you think that she's going to be the end, like gets away with our main guy because only two people can survive in any movie, a man and a woman. It's mm -hmm. so fucking stupid. Well, and it would have helped along with his divorce. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Okay, <laughs> just jump right ahead. Um, anyways, so he... The only person that does kind of be is nice to him is Ray Weiss. And Ray Weiss is like uh, 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 the calm guy. He does comms, but he's also a corp. He's a corporation man. He's not part of the NATO team. But he's also puking his guts out in a bunk bed. So he's got to be nice. What? Why? Because it's he's stinking up the place. Why his... would that make him nice? Oh, oh, nice. He's, he's got to be nice because he's, he's like, like hey, hey, I know we're bunking together and I just puked all over your bunk bed. Right. I got this bar bag of barf up here. It fucking stinks real bad. I've got the gas. Spoiler alert, yeah. it's Ray Wise, so we know he's a villain. Um, But is he faking sick? Because that doesn't come into play ever again. He must be because they haven't started moving yet. Right? So it's not motion sickness. It's just like, uh, went on a bender. Uh. I know you like benders, so we're pals. You can trust me. How much beer did you take in your bag? Yeah, but... Did, did you bring a bottle? Ray Weiss doesn't want to drink the beer, Jackie, because he's he's uh, he's incognito. He's a, yeah. he's a mole, yeah. so he, would, he wouldn't ask about that. He's just pretending that he got super shit-faced so that our hero, Wick Hayes, is like, dude, I also get super shit-faced. We're yeah. best friends. Here's yeah. my social security number. He walks in, and then Ray Weiss is like, well, I don't know if it was the clams, the tequila, or the hooker. And he's like, gotcha, bro. But here's the thing, man. It's all three. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's the trifecta of disaster, brother. You got you, you to pick one. You got to oh, pick one. Dude, I love clams, beer, and hookers. So, oh, my God, this guy's so cool. What a great plan on his part. It's just so uh, covert. Um, anyways, so... Uh, Captain Gunny comes into the mess hall and he's like, 
This is the sorriest looking group of sailors I've ever seen. Put those beer cans away and you quit grabbing that ass on that lady. And you, why are you such a racist piece of shit? Uh, and also here's, I've, I'd like you to introduce you to Lieutenant, whatever her name is, because it doesn't come into play very often. That just happens to be Wick Hayes' ex-wife. And she's here for, she's a, our specialist in genetic engineering. And nobody goes, wait, this is a recovery mission. Why is a genetic engineer doctor on this ship? That's strange. Very odd. Also, I've raised my first question written down at this point in the film when the two qualified people to show up show up and you wonder what did all these other people do before they were submariners because right? it looks like they've got zero experience uh -huh. in submarines yeah no exactly like this is the sorriest he's right he, this is a, the sorriest group of sailors he, he's ever seen because they're not His even sailors. chef in one of there's also failed product placement all over this movie. And one of the great failed product placements is every time you see the chef, there's a can of Chef Boyardee yeah. at the edge of the <laughs> shelf. And you're like, this guy's fired. Right. He's right? fired. Right. Man, why does this taste so familiar? It takes me back to it tastes gross. Just so you know, chef. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it takes me back to when I was about seven and yeah. I was a latchkey kid. I learned how can openers worked. <laughs> Do you uh do you guys feel like some un overcooked pasta and ketchup? <laughs> no, too bad. That's what you're getting anyway. Pasta is a generous word, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Noodle paste and ketchup. Anybody? Yeah, noodle paste. <laughs> okay. All right. So that night, somebody dicks with the computer to mask the uh, amount of radiation that's happening. You know, subterfuge. Uh, who who could it be? Um, but then they uh, they dive. It's time to time to take her in. We don't even see like a launch sequence. You know, it would have been cool if like they hit it with a bottle of champagne and you know. I think this thing's been around for a while. I don't think that you hit it with champagne every time it goes out. It'd be cool if you did. I if I owned a boat, I would. <laughs> Every day, Psh, I'm out here again. Woo! Jackie's like, oh, my God, the champagne bill is stacking up. I'm like, nope, that's why I buy the cooks. <laughs> um, yeah, but like no watch sequence, no no excitement there. Uh, no leaving the hangar type shit. It's just in the water already. It's like already where they need to be. Like, I guess they just the base was right next to where the trench was. And heads up during this first scene, right where we're officially getting underway here uh they go if you don't like it get off the boat what i'll take the screen door yeah it's already underwater yeah yeah it's too also, late they they become underway and to skip ahead a little bit because there's not a lot of anything except people being dicks to each other they run straight into the first thing that's in front of them radar contacts her what is it? Put it on on screen. And then they've got fucking icebergs. Well, they started in Norway. Yeah. You should expect. But the way it goes, they go underway. You see it moving straight. Then they're running into an iceberg. So they hit the first fucking thing they could. And the captain's like, what the fuck? And Wick's like, hey, the helmsman, 
worked at a one-hour photo last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you expect? He's had about 20 minutes of uh, simulator time. Uh, I also like when the submarine hits the iceberg. It's it's shot so badly because it's just, again, a toy running into something in a, in a pool. No damage happens from the exterior shots. It just goes bonk and bounces off of the iceberg. They make some metal noises. Come on, give them a little credit. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like, like that's that's exactly what it sounded like. Somebody going into a microphone and going. Yeah, but it didn't scrape against the iceberg. It just went boink and bounced off yeah. of it. They bounced off because they were going three. I know. <laughs> if they were any better at their job, there could have been danger there. But they were so bad that they ran into the first thing that they could run into. And they just weren't going fast enough for it to make a difference. Yeah. And so Wick is like. I told you we should have tested this shit, goddammit, before going at it. And Gunny's like, I'll see you in my office, Buster. Meet me in the principal's room. And they go in there, and he's like, you're in trouble, and you can't go into the control room ever again. You're banned from the control room, which then goes, well, then why am I here, like, at all? Yeah. <laughs> Early in their spat, before they make it into the office, though, uh, Jack Scalia is given a rather awful line that he tries to deliver anyways mm -hmm. and fails miserably, which is, if you could open your eyes, then you could look. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. I missed that. Oh, Jesus. It's man. so bad. And then it cuts to Lee Ermey just looking at him like, son, I'm going to give you a second to think about what you just said, and, <laughs> and I'm going to take you into my office and chew you out for being an idiot, because you're a fucking idiot. I don't care if you designed this thing, and also, it just ran three miles an hour into an iceberg. You're a fucking idiot. Yo, who did Captain Gunny piss off to get this assignment? <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. This isn't strike one if you're on this boat. Yeah, exactly. All right, so... Uh, Oh, and I also like that the crew can listen in to the captain's quarters whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, that's what, instead, of, Skeets is supposed to be like the sonar man, I'm guessing. Because uh -huh. nobody really has a job that's specific. There's like three different helms. You can steer the submarine from three different places at any given time. Uh, but Skeets, I'm guessing, is supposed to be the sonar guy. And he just uses it to listen in on other people. Uh-huh. He's just like, what do you do here? I'm the eavesdropper. Yeah, I I, I ran a bug into the, the captain's chambers because I want to hear what goes on in there. No, you would be fucking... At the minimum, you would be dishonorably discharged. It doesn't seem like any of these people are in the military, though, except for the two. They're NATO, I guess, but... Yeah, but that doesn't make them military. Well, NATO has their, their own troops. Oh. Yeah. Well. I, these guys aren't them. <laughs> Captain Handsome is is not part of the military. No. No. So why is he allowing this guy to chew him out? Be like, dude, I'm a private citizen. Fuck neither off. Is, neither is Ray Wise. Neither, well, no, his ex is because she's lieutenant something. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This this ship is a mess. I would have been like, I don't have to listen to you. No, 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 no. And plugged my ears. And then he would have been like. Oh my god, I hate this job. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. what you get. That is what you get for peeing in public. That's what got him here. Yeah, peeing in public. Yeah, I've yeah. had some time to think about Harsh this. Harsh punishment. <laughs> Three strikes, you're out, buddy. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, penises, uh, after their spat, uh, Gunny tells him to go play with his pecker. Uh huh. He's like, "You're not allowed to come into the bridge anymore. Go play with your pecker." <laughs> okay. 
which is really, Sam, the way to say, I don't care if you walk around with your dick hanging out, sexual harassment, here we go. Yeah. Just as long as you're playing with it, you know? Yep. I don't want to see it out there with no no hands on it. <laughs> Look, Mom, no hands. I said put a hand yeah, on it. It's cold. Get a hand on that pecker. <laughs> Lonely. Okay, so they get the black box signal from Siren 1, and they're like, okay, let's head towards that black box signal. And they're like, weird, there's no radiation being detected because Ray Weiss scrambled the computer so that there wouldn't be any excess radiation. So they're not worried about radiation right now, which doesn't make any sense because why would he, like, I don't understand the radiation thing, but... Uh... Uh, because they're using radiation to make monsters. And the closer they get to the bing-bing sound, the higher the radiation well, is going to go. that, like... They already said that there was a nuclear reaction. There should be radiation. Like, it's a red flag that there's not any radiation down there. We're in the wrong place is what I'd be thinking. But, I don't know. Also, they do find the signal, which is coded. Mm -hmm. And he's like, the code is David. <laughs> I decoded it. That's the code name for Siren 1. And you're like, oh, is Siren 2 code name Steve? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what the? Well, who's coming up with these code names? This is shit. Uh, all right. So they head towards it. It's in this deep trench. And they're like, whoa, what's that shit? And there's plants growing in there. And they're like, there shouldn't be plants growing in here. That This step, that doesn't make any sense. There's no light down here for photosynthesis. That's impossible. They don't know anything about uh, uh, ocean biology, apparently, in this movie. Um and then, so they're like, okay, well, go take a look, uh, dude, who doesn't have much of a character. We'll send you out in a dive suit. This is the surfer that we talked yeah. about earlier. He just goes out in, like, a wetsuit with, like, a diver's helmet on mm -hmm. and is instantly crushed to death by the, because they're at a depth of 25,000 feet. He is <laughs> pancaked. He's he doesn't make it. Like, before the ship even... No, God damn it! <laughs> you can't yeah. just send this a man out. Diving scene and the dialogue and how it, it's awful. He swims out there, should be dead. He's like, da 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 da. I'm swimming around, and they're like, get a sample. And he's like, oh, it's gonna be real hard to get this <laughs> sample. And before he's done saying that, he's already gotten the sample. Right. Like, <laughs> that didn't seem very hard. You have, huh? Okay, tough stuff. Maybe he tried yanking on it a couple of times, you know, like you do with weeds before you're like, I need a shovel. Maybe. I, but I think he had a diver's knife and just cut it off. I don't think he pulled the whole thing out. They seem pretty big. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, he finds some debris, then he finds a corpse, and he's like, oh, corpse, gross. And uh, then tentacles. We've got tentacles coming. And I guess they the tentacles grab him and smush him because we don't really see what happens. It just he gets killed by an octopus, I guess. Wait, so it wasn't and even a monster. It was just a standard ye old octopus at twenty five thousand meters deep. No, it was really big. Okay, maybe. Hmm. But it definitely crushed him in some capacity because we see all this blood. So you know he's dead. And then all this yeah. blood comes out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it just grabbed him and smushed him. That's, I guess, what octopi do. Like, I'm a nutcracker. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh your wiener broke off before you died. It's the nut cracking. <laughs> Boom. 
Boom, internet. Boom. Hear me right there? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh, TM, not cracking. Okay, so anyways, uh, so he's dead, and his buddy's like, oh, no, you son of a bitch. I could have got it up. Uh, do we ever see that guy again? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Pierre goes out on the, I think his name actually is Pierre in the movie. Okay. I'm not being derogatory. I think his name is Pierre. It's probably not. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he goes in the search party later, so we do see him again. Okay, all right. He's in various scenes in between this and then, just wandering by people going, he was my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's so sad. He's so busted up. I'm like, my friend. Cap- he was my friend. Captain's a son of a bitch. Uh, so mission goes on. They're all sad, but it goes on. Meanwhile, in the science room, uh, the ex-wife lieutenant of uh, genetic engineering has put the kelp seaweed stuff in a fish tank that she brought with her that's filled with guppies. And uh, that one of them flops out. It's like, I've had enough of this place. Aye! And jumps out, and it's got green stuff in its gills. It's got pubic hair in its gills. Mm-hmm. Let's not lie. Somebody went into the bathroom, shaved, and shoved it in this poor fish's yeah, gills. I think you just like to say pubic hair. Pubic hair. Oh, you're weird. Nobody likes pubes, Jackie, but you like talking about them. I like pubes. No, everybody hates pubes. Pubes are gross. <laughs> 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 okay. So now there's a giant object ahead. Sir, radar contact on screen. And it's a thing. Well, we're able to determine how big the toy is they're using because that's just a sea slug. Yeah. It's just a. But what's it supposed to be? A giant sea slug. I guess. I don't know. The picture made it look like it was some kind of octopi. Like it was the same thing that attacked the diver before. And it was coming after them next. And then it turned out to be the inside of a clam is what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, it's just this big white snotty thing. It's a sea slug. Okay, all right. So you guys don't know what one of those. So that's what they were banking on is that most people had never seen one before. If you watch as many nature shows as I do, you've seen one of those before. Okay, Attenborough. Does it only have one eye? Yeah. What was with the one eye then? Uh, that was that was uh, embroidery, say. <laughs> It's like, and I like that in any movie that has a giant monster, it always looks at the people inside. Like, it, but you can't see the people inside. It just looks in the camera, that's the external camera, so that the people inside can be like, "My God, it's looking right at us!" Ah, that's uh, that's how sea monsters teabag. Yeah, <laughs> you in there? <laughs> And so it's grabbing the ship and it's shaking it pretty good and giving it a good crush. And uh, Wick is like, electrify the hole. And the hole, the hole. And it, they do like a couple times and it zaps it and it falls off. And they're so they're able to go on. But they're like, holy shit, there's giant sea monsters down here. Down where? It seems like they're still about 40 feet from where they started, mm. but they're making it like, oh, we're so like they don't. For all of the failures of the dialogue, like letting us know how deep they are until later is like right. one of the tremendous ones. Like, where are you people anyway? Yeah, exactly. And now twenty two thousand well, feet by an iceberg. Well, now they've got a problem because the the ship has a max depth of thirty two thousand feet, and they're because of that monster, they're continuing to descend. They've got no power. They can't go 
do their ballast stuff, I guess, or whatever. What I mean, the hell does that mean, ballast? That's how submarines work, Jackie. Ballasts. No, that's on a pirate ship. God damn it, Jackie. You'd never make it in the sea, Jackie. Yeah. You should be on this submarine. <laughs> I should be on right this. in. Yeah, I would be like the head engineer. I'd be in charge of like the uh, lighting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't be good at anything that, else. No, you would be. And that other thing. Uh, light bulbs. That would be my specialty. <laughs> Screwing in light bulbs. No, on this ship, you would be the engineer. They're like, how does it look down there? There's a lot of pipes and shit. It <laughs> seems like things are going good down here. <laughs> How are things going up there? <laughs> We've got buttons and blinking lights up here, so I think we're good. But these are the same lights that have been blinking now for the last 30 minutes, so I'm pretty sure we're super good. Yeah, I haven't noticed any pattern changes in the blinking lights, and we have yeah. not touched anything. Do not touch is, anything. <laughs> is there any words by the blinking lights? Yes, they all say warning. <laughs> is that bad? It's, is it warning me about good things? Yeah, it's I'm warning, hoping it's yeah. warning me about good things. <laughs> All systems go. Proceed. Okay. All right. So, uh, Wick lands. Wick comes in. He grabs the the stick and he lands it on this little tiny ledge. And they're like, "Yeah, you rule, Wick." And and uh, Gunny's like, "Get in my office." And he's like, "So that's the last time you ever break one of my orders." And I'm like, "What fucking order did he break?" He's not supposed to be in there. Well, then say something then. Like, Gunny wasn't even surprised. He was like, get on that. Do the thing and do that other thing. And then Gunny, after he's like, hey, don't break in my orders. By the way, you're not banned from the control room anymore. And Good job. Well, I think what he was trying to do was maintain his authority. Because he's like, you can't break up the team. Everybody needs to listen to me. I'm the leader. Uh, fuck you. Hot shot with your better hair than mine. You piece of shit. I fucking hate you. Why does every babe on this ship when I have sex with you and not me? God damn it, is the haircut is it not a cleft in my chin? Texas Jack. Texas and Jack. He's also saying, in, implying, the reason I'm giving you such a hard time is I feel like you might actually listen to me. The rest of these dipshits are fucking hopeless. I, I feel like we could really connect after this mission and maybe form some sort of father-son bond that uh, neither of us have ever had in our life. No, it's, hey, I hear you're getting a divorce, so when we're back up on top, let's let's do this, right? Let's go out and hunt for ladies together. Yeah. Oh, they're going on a weekend pussy hunt? <laughs> yeah, weekend, <laughs> weekend pussy hunt. pussy hunt. Yep, that's what they... I heard from the computer programmer that you like tequila, oysters, and hookers. I can handle all three. I hear you can, too. Yep, that this... pansy ass can't, though. <laughs> yep, this is definitely an alliance. All right. All right, so they're, they, I guess they landed right perfectly where they need to be because the next thing that they do is they enter into a cave where the black box is at, and uh, they emerge into a giant cavern. That's got pressure, uh, like naturalized pressure. They can walk around in, in suits, but it's toxic gas outside as well. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Somebody farted. And they read an SOS signal on the screen, and they're like, hey, SOS signal? That must mean somebody's still alive. Let's go check it out. And uh, so they send a shore party out. It's like, what, like eight people? There's quite a few people still alive, right? Uh, there's Everybody six. but the chef, the engineer... The captain and Ray Weiss go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And the uh, scientist lady. Yeah. Lieutenant scientist lady. Yeah. They got a pretty big shore party. 
and they uh, find some tunnels, and they're like, oh, we got to split up. We're getting t- uh, too much interference or whatever, and we only got one No, radar no, thing. there's a fork in the road. Yeah, there's a fork in the road. <laughs> Somebody has to go right, so he has to go left. Yeah. And uh, this guy, I, I don't know who, maybe this is Pierre, and he's like, hey, what's in this hole that's in the wall? And he sticks his face in it, and then this thing gives him a kiss on the cheek and is... Then things weird happen. Okay, hey, let's uh, before Jackie's got her hand up. Let's start. Let's start with what is the thing in the hole? That was my question. How do you describe the thing in the hole? How do you describe it, the thing in the and hole? And I wanted to go first. Okay, all right, okay, go first. <laughs> it looks like a a ball sack that's really super cold uh-huh. that has pussy lips on the front of it okay. and pubic hair sticking out here and there, but it's also only a ball in the back, so. That would be if you scare, if your dick was scared of a lady. So it would just go into its skin and hide. And then have a vagina on it, your ball sack. Yeah. Okay. That's what it looked I, like. It's a it's a fly without wings and a vagina mouth. Yeah. And it also had brains for eyes. Its brain, its yeah. eyeballs were all crinkly, not like lenses. See, and that, that was the ball sack for me mm-hmm. with pubic hair on it. But apparently they're brains to you. Okay. Question number two. What happens? <laughs> Uh, it sort of touches his plastic and then nothing should happen, but I guess he freaks out so much that the girl has to shoot him and kill him. (laughs) He's like, it's grody. It touched me. He's like one of the, because I think this is Fleming that gets shot and Pierre's not the guy getting shot or whatever his name really Uh is. Right. He's like, no, you can't. And she's like, I have to. And I'm like, I don't know if you have to. Okay, well, go ahead. And then she's like, we lost Victor. And I'm like, no, you didn't, because most of him's on you now. Hey, the movie did that, not me. Like, when she shoots him, half of him ends up on her. Right. You're like, whoa, that backfired. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of this whole scene, Sam, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, because later on we learned about the mutation, the radiations, right? Yeah. And I was thinking at this point, like reliving it in my head, I'm like, it's his crabs. I don't know why I'm obsessed with crabs yeah, today. Because you're always obsessed. But he had it. used the Riggs hairspray on his crabs, but mm-hmm. then he got exposed and they were like, woo, wow, party. And they turned into like the size of a hamster. Mm-hmm. And they're just, yep. They're just, yep. <laughs> they're just Glad running all over his spacesuit. And Glad they're you. like, it's his crabs, shoot him in the head. Glad your joke started at point A and got to point never. (laughs) Sounded better in my head. (laughs) Okay. All right. So (laughs) she falls in a hole and she's like, oh, God, my leg. Somebody come and help me. Billy, help me, help me. And Billy runs up and and then she just gets out of the hole. And then this fucking tentacle comes and is like trying to whap her. And then uh, like a giant monster dog comes and it starts eating billy it's a lizard yeah this really big lizard comes up and bites billy's leg off and he just dies yeah all the monsters no, no, this is pierre okay well this all is the- pierre that gets bitten all leg. the monsters up to this point have been pretty like sea monsters like they don't have this is a fucking walking beast it's yeah, like this is a is a lizard the size of a grizzly bear? Uh-huh. That just never shows back up in the movie. Right. And has huge, nasty, pointy teeth. 
Like, very weird monster creature feature design right here, guys. Uh, you've broke with your mold. and But then it, it grabs his leg and, and pulls it off. I always like it when somebody, when you don't bite through a leg, you just pull it and it comes apart at, at some random location rather than the whole thing or just getting dragged away. Like, your leg just comes off. Well, it's like taffy, right? Yeah. The ligaments are like taffy. Yeah. Eventually, mm -hmm. they just stretch out and snap. Yep. This is about when Skeets is going to start freaking out the first time. And it's great because I still I've seen it twice now. And I still I made a note to try to figure out what the hell he was saying. And I can't. He's just like, I've had it with this man. And then he takes off his mask and he just starts going. And then Wick's like, put your mask back on. That's not helping. And you're like, well, that it's not. You're right. What is he doing? Yeah. I thought he was what calling for uh, Riviera. Anna what? Riviera. That was the leader of the other team that two of the three of them are dead now. Anna Riviera. Yeah. That was her name in the movie. So well, he's just you called Billy Pierre, so I can't trust you already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might be making that up to you. Like, she looks like an Anna. Wick is like, uh, put your mask back on. And, and Skeets is like, why? Am I going to die of infection or poisoning? He's like, no, you're just fucking annoying as shit. Stop it. <laughs> Stop screaming. <laughs> I don't want to drag your ass out of here just in case the air is that bad, yeah. buddy. All right, so back on the ship, speaking of air, uh, the oxygen regenerators have gone down, and they're like, uh, oh, no, that's not good. Go check it out, Engineer Mueller. And Mueller goes in there, and uh, the plant that she put in the fish tank, I guess, leapt out of the fish tank and went into the uh, water system and now went everywhere. The toilies. Which makes sense. She actually made the report that it has an uncanny ability to grow out of control and then Lee Army's like so what'd you do with it and she's like I left it in the water <laughs> oh and I put photosynthesis lights on it so uh, that it would grow and a food supply yay yay <laughs> science What's the food supply us <laughs> well and the guppies all right so back on team uh Hayes They've found uh, a lab, and there's food in there, and they're like, what the fuck? Why would... This doesn't make any sense. There's too much equipment down here for a submarine. Uh, this, and then they find some spooky skeletons, and... And they immediately load their bags with anything that is not Chef YRD. Mm-hmm. Ooh, M&Ms. <laughs> they're like, oh, my God, Campbell's, load it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Francesco's food sucks, right? I'm not alone in this, right? <laughs> Guys, open your backpack. I'm showing these in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. His food's fucking terrible. And I like that the skeletons are not like fleshy dudes who died like a week ago. These are skeletons that have been there for a while. Yeah, they've been they've been dead a while. Mm -hmm. Like years and years and years. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, guys, because I kind of see like when the seaweed monster attacks people it pretty much eats off all their skin and flesh and stuff, right? So it could have been like a couple of weeks. What? Where are you getting that information? Uh, the engineer guy from the engine room that goes in and gets infected. He just got all goopy. No, dude. Like, you look at him later in the fight scene at the end, and he is a Skeletor. No, he's not. Yes, no, he is. He's doesn't even line up. Sam, back me up here. No, I'm going with goopy. 
Yeah. God damn that, it. That, that wouldn't work if he was a skeleton because of what happens later. Anyways, so uh, these guys have been down there for a while. They're dead as shit. Um, they, but they they find some discs, and Wick Hayes is like, oh, I'll take these data discs. Uh, also, we're out of here. Wait, what about the black box? Forget the black box. We've got we've I, got floppies. Yeah, he's got two floppies, and I'm like, shouldn't you look around a little bit more? Nope, like, this will do. Just a little bit more. This one's marked Wolfenstein, so we're yeah. out of here. No, 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 <laughs> sir. Wolfenstein took four discs to load. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Wolfenstein doesn't even fit on two discs. <laughs> We've got half of Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got ski that comes with Windows 3.1, you asshole? Let's go. <laughs> All right. So Mueller is now goopy. He's covered in weeds. Uh, they slime him. One of them, like, grabs him because I guess the weeds are now sentient as well and pull him in and he gets all gooped. So that's what, okay, so this is one of my questions. I was waiting to burn this one because I kind of wanted to burn it earlier. Mm -hmm. But now that we've talked about this, right, the the seaweed being sentient, sentient. Mm -hmm. so do you think that the first surfer diver guy was killed by the seaweed or a sea monster? It's possible he was killed by the seaweed because the only thing we see of an octopus at all is just a bee shot of an octopus's tentacle. Yeah. The octopus is like, oh shit, the seaweed's about to get real. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting the fuck up out. Yeah, it because the seaweed, the seaweed also looks like a tentacle. Mm, kind of. It looks more like bubble wrap that's been painted green, but uh, uh, no, I like that idea. He was crushed by seaweed, not octopus. I think that was a red herring. He, he just got tangled and died because he's, <laughs> in, he's as shitty at his job as everybody else in this movie. And then hit the button on his suit that causes his suit to explode you from the inside. Wow! Why did we even put that button on there? Yeah, he's like, we need a sample of that seaweed. I don't think I can do it. You've already <laughs> cut it off with your knife. Okay. <laughs> How are you doing now? I'm dying. And then <coughs> they find Mueller. And Cookie, the chef, Francisco, is like, oh, man, I don't feel so good. Why? I drank some of the water. And they're like, no! And they lock him in the the kitchen, the mess hall, I guess. Quarantine him. Yeah, and this is a terrible idea. We've already got one dead body in the air ventilator shaft. Mm -hmm. Let's just push him in there. Wonder if we need medical supplies, and he's just seaweeding up the place. Well, we definitely don't want his cooking, so we're good there. <laughs> yeah, we don't want him cooking on a bed either. Let's just throw his ass next to the other guy. Yeah, no shit. Put him in. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah one quarantine spot is way better than two. <laughs> right? With your food supply. Okay. Uh, the raft gets back, uh, and some dude, maybe this is Pierre, he falls in, because we can't see any of these guys' oh. faces because no, they're Pierre, wearing masks. Pierre gets his leg bit off. No, that was Billy. Yeah, Billy Pierre. gets his leg bit off. Billy Pierre. <laughs> Billy Pierre. I don't think there's even a Pierre in the movie. <laughs> I don't know who this third guy on the raft is. I mean, we got Skeet. And our main guy, Fleming, got his head blown up all over Amy. Uh huh. Yeah. So who the hell is this third I dude? I don't know, but he falls off the raft being a klutz. Not like the monster comes and bonks the raft and knocks them off. They just whoa. <laughs> yeah, I actually having seen it twice now. The first time I saw it, I was like, 
they really just fell out of that raft and they had they used it for the shot but that yeah. wasn't like let's try to fall like they just couldn't get out of the boat and they both fell over <laughs> and the second time i watched it i'm absolutely convinced that they just fell over all right use it cut it that guy was gonna get it in the next scene anyways but this is better he gets eaten i guess by some critter that lives in the water i don't know it's uh, like a there's... ray or something. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it was like a manta ray, sort of. Here comes a manta ray. Duh! Now there's a Norwal. Duh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now there's only five of them left uh, with Anna still missing, or Amy, or Anna. I, Anna Rivera. <laughs> Anna Rivera. Okay. That's what we're going to call her. Uh, but they got to leave within. they got to leave within two hours because of the oxygen supply. So the clock is ticking, as it does in all these movies. They go and watch the video that's on the floppy disks? Nope. Yeah, it's, uh, those floppy disks work an awful lot like a VCR. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I'm like, hey, mm. Push the vertical hold key on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. I can't is have the them know what's Can on here. Can you adjust the skew on this? Yeah, right. <laughs> How many heads does this have? Take it out and blow on it uh, sometimes, and then wind the wind the tape. That that'll help. Blow, open up the lid and blow inside the computer as well. Oh my god! All right, so they learn of the whole plot. Uh, the corporation had a lab set up down here so that they could they built a bullshit machine that modifies the DNA of critters because they were going to make. I guess deadly velociraptors that they could use in war. They made a monster machine mm -hmm. in an ocean cave, deep sea ocean cave monster machine. That's what's happening here. But like, it seems like this would be a good idea, don't you think? Because like they can't get away. Seems responsible. What's the deal with like, like Jaws is so goddamn good. If you think about it, it's so simple. The, the the monster is just a simple, hungry, frightening thing. But then, like, all these other movies have this bullshit repeating military comes in and wants to get the monster and turn it into a fucking soldier. Like, it just gets old, you know? Yeah. Like, stop it. Just be Jaws. Jaws is good. Do that. I wonder how many times in history governments have actually just tried to strap a bunch of guns to a grizzly bear and right. see what happens. <laughs> We've created the world's deadliest monster. Um, all right. So they got to blow up the machine or the mutants will reach the surface. That's their theory, which doesn't make any sense because they're 25,000 meters below the sea. Uh, also, the monster machine is stuck in the on position. Right. Yep. So they have to go back in there and turn the monster machine off. Otherwise, it's just going to keep cranking out these monsters. I don't monsters. think that there is an on-off switch, Sam, because they, they, the only, their only option is to blow it up, <laughs> not unplug it. That's true. <laughs> and, you know, not to mention, they don't even blow it up. Right. They're just dumb shits. Yeah, they stumbled. It. We'll get it. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. So... They four go back in the tunnels. This time, uh, Gunny's with them, and uh, they hear from Anna. They're like, "Hey guys, it's me, Anna Rivera." What? 
And uh, so they, they go try to find her. She's busy fighting monsters. And uh, she finds this back cave that leads to the machine itself. And where she's immediately tentacled and then pulled inside the machine? Yeah. So that she can become a monster, I guess. That's how that works is you got to put a... A, a normal thing inside the machine and it's like a, it's like an easy bake oven it just goes ding and out comes your monster out the other end <laughs> it's a monster mash <laughs> well and that was my question right are these eggs that they find is that her and the seaweed breeding oh like she's the queen now or something like they use her dna to make those egg pack yeah because when she goes into that room i didn't notice those amniotic sacs they don't call them eggs they look like fish eggs yeah but then now there's fish eggs she's having a bad time in there that's what i thought Um, like they made her into uh what's that thing from that movie the queen oh i thought you were talking about tentacle porn the the one that won the academy award about the sea monster that they kept in the thing and then she breaks him out Oh, fish movie. Fish man movie. Yeah, fish man movie. What was that called? What is that called? I like that movie. I already blanked on it. Underwater title. sex time. Uh, up comes the water. Uh long along the watch water. I believe it's called Making 4chan G rated. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh But that's what they look like. The the fish man? Yeah, the little fish man. Oh, I don't yeah, think so are, at all. Those are fish men. Well, they are, but they look more like Mac from Mac and Me than anything. Well, they're a little baby fish man. Yeah. They also reminded me of the fish monster from uh, He-Man Ashira that worked with Skeletor. Yeah, what was his name? Hydro Man? No, that's from Spider-Man. I can't remember what his name was, mm. but it looked just like him. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Um, so she's in the machine, and the others find these eggs, and they're like, gross. And then this giant ceiling starfish is like, now I'm pissed off because you smashed my eggs or something. I don't know. And then Skeets is like, oh, shit, and gets eaten. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, I'm not waiting for this bullshit to happen to me. And he runs up there and starts shooting it in the face, and it's not doing anything. And I'm like, you know, this is the point where you turn around and run. He doesn't even move when it's like tentacle head is coming at him. He just it totally races out and goes, oh, shit. Yeah, no, he's like, you guys haven't raided before. We all have to shoot it at the same time. This is the damage phase. I'm getting eaten. Yep, you blew it. <laughs> All right, so Skeets didn't make it, which is good because I was tired of Skeets. <laughs> I was too. This is hilarious though, like, because it's like a, it's like a flower starfish green of grass or something. Like uh-huh. this is one of the worst monsters I've ever seen. It's not frightening. And then he actually does just go, oh no. <laughs> that was the best impression yet. <laughs> Uh, and Gunny's like, oh, God, we got to blow it up. Shoot the gas canisters. Shoots the gas canisters. It blows everything up. Including the two survivors because uh, the, the three of them, right? Because they're just huddled around the bullshit machine. They're right next to it. And they never do address the fact that it's going for the second lady, the ex soon to be ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's trying to drag her in. We never get back to that. Right. They're blown to safety. Yeah, exactly. No, they just uh, blow up the canisters. They're hiding behind the monster machine that they're supposed to blow up. 
to shield themselves from the explosion that they just made that is completely ineffective mm-hmm. at blowing up anything, and then they leave. Yeah. Monster machine but, but is not, not blown up. They No, they do blow it up. There's a shot of it exploding, and, and then it cuts back to Ray Weiss, and he looks on the monitor, and all their uh, health meters are at zero, and he's like, <laughs> time to reveal my evil plot to the audience because they couldn't see that I'm Ray Weiss and clearly was going to be the villain. He's like the villain that puts Metamucil in cookies mm-hmm. or X-Lax in cookies and just waits for shit to happen. Waits for Halloween. He's like, <laughs> Waits for shit to happen. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Sam. Somebody picked up on my joke. And he's like, all right. Oh, God, what's that guy's name? From, uh, just shoot, not shoot me, uh, uh, the show with Helen Hunt. God damn it. Uh, Greg Lewis? Jerry Lee Lewis? Nicholas? Jack Nicholson? Where they're, where they're married. Mad About You? Mad About You. What's his name? Yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. Not Jer- Ray Romano? Jerry Lee Lewis. No. Jerry Lee Lewis was that sad clown guy. No, that's Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis was the piano man who uh, had sex with his 13-year-old cousin and got married to her. Great, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Yep, yep. Uh, man, I can't remember his name. That sucks, because I want to just call him. He's that guy from Alien. And he's like, well, that wraps things up. I'll just take this information back to the military or the, the corporation. They can sell it to the, everything's cleaned up. I'll leave. Gets in the escape pod. And, uh, and then goes about doing some weird shit. Like, what are you doing, dude? Escape. Well, he can't escape because the latch the lid on the submarine is open and i guess you have to submerge to use the escape pod and the submarine yeah. can't submerge with the <laughs> lid is open i don't know this seems also, like a he, really poor idea for a submarine he even pod. says that he's like god yeah. damn poorly designed piece of shit this is a poorly designed piece of shit also i will discover that I can just hit autopilot, and this thing is going to take itself out of here and back to where it came from without running into fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we were driving it, we were running into everything. Yeah, this the escape pod does not make sense, but we'll we'll get to that here in a second. So he's got to go close the lid. So he goes up there, and he's like, oh, shit, they're still alive? Uh, cough, cough, because the air is sort of toxic at times. He's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, not very toxic. It's enough to give you diarrhea later. Yeah, well. Everything gives Ray Wise diarrhea. Um, and so they managed to get in. We're going to skip that sequence because it's not interesting. Um, he gets the drop on him. He's got a gun. And uh, he's like, come with me. And sticks him in one of the quarantine rooms where the goop is at. And they're like, God damn it, no. Uh, so he's headed back to the escape pod. Okay, that's wrapped up. I'll just let these guys die. They're like, no, you're not. I've, I'm I'm. Wick Hayes, I designed this thing. I yeah. There's a secret panel that I went into, and I pulled this the solenoid <laughs> out, and the entire power died. There's also, before he does that, and he pulls out, like, a little Motorola chip or something, he's like, Captain, help me with this two-pound shelf. <laughs> Did you notice right. that? That they had a hard time acting like it was heavy, like, uh-huh. that Learmy's like, can you just can we do this over again where he just moves the shelf by himself because it's uh it's two pounds? No, it's got to be heavy. Otherwise, that's a plot hole. I would have fallen over and 
Ray Weiss's character would have known that there was a secret panel there. And even if he had, would he have peeked his head inside and been like, hey, there's a secret panel in here with the chip that can shut down the entire ship. Yeah, no, doesn't work. No. So now, now Robin's, Ray Weiss's character can't leave the ship again. And he's like, God damn it. So he calls them because they've got intercom televisions everywhere. And, and uh, uh, Wick Hayes is like, got your little chip. You're going to have to come and get it. And Ray's wise like, God damn it. I'm never going to. Every time I do it. Poorly designed ship. And walks down there. But Gunny, they've built a trap to make Robbins think that Gunny's sitting in a chair in front of him. But Gunny's behind the door. And Gunny jumps on him. So they get into a big fight. Yeah. It seems like Gunny should really beat the shit out of him a lot better. But yeah. he needs he needs Wick's help a little bit. And mm-hmm. then he's like, no, I got this. And then after he starts kind of slamming his head on the ground, this is one of the most strange and amusing kills I've ever seen in a movie. He looks and he sees the engineer's deadish body covered in bio slime. And he like grabs Ray Weiss's head and like starts rubbing his face. In yeah. The the yeah. Take guy. it, like, buddy. Oh, take that. That was going to get you. And he's like, no, oh no, stop it. Oh God. It's yeah, gross. My mouth. killing me. Stop. Ah. And then he just gets up and leaves. And then Ray Weiss fucking eat all the shit. Ben Kingsley on this <laughs> day. It is great. <laughs> Yeah, see, it wouldn't work if Mueller was all skeleton-y, Jackie, because then there'd be nothing to goop Ray Weiss up with. He was kind of... Okay, yeah, no. no he was, I, can't, he was, I cannot even deny it. It was a great scene. That's what That was my favorite scene of this oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. When he was like, "Give just give him a little kiss. Give him the gross face. You like it. You like, eat it, eat it. Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a school, he like goes cathartic as a schoolyard bully. He's like, your face is in it. Ah! <laughs> That's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> Pleasant memories of childhood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when you got toxic slime thrown on your face by the bullies. No. Yeah. Well, Other I, way around. God honey. knows I did. <laughs> it was like, it's shit, Rory. I know you're addicted. I know you're allergic to s- dandelions. Eat shit. Ah! Okay, I might have done that when I was in elementary school. <laughs> this kid wouldn't lend me a pencil. So at recess, I got mine. <laughs> Shit, Rory Anderson. I'm I'm very sorry for what I did to you, Rory. <laughs> Says Justin only. As an adult, I should look back on my life and realize I am a prick. Um, I, and you should look back on your life and say, you know, this all could have been avoided had I just given her one of my 16 fucking pencils. I'm just saying. <laughs> you stingy, stingy bastard. You owe Rory an apology. <laughs> still, I'm still on Rory's side here. <laughs> Those were his pencils, not your pencils. <laughs> Fuck you, Rory Anderson. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Rory Anderson, uh, the self-destruct sequence is initiated. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, yeah, they initiate the self-destruct, and then he takes him to the pod, uh, and uh, he's like, you guys got to go alone. And like, but you're not coming with us? And then he shows him his hand, and it's got like a circular o-ring mouth growing on it right. like oh no he's gonna die so did he get that because of what he did to rewise yeah he got some on himself yeah so yeah. that's the karma for being a prick yeah for being a prick so <laughs> what happens when you rub somebody's face and dog shit in the schoolyard you're gonna get some on you uh-huh yep exactly it's gonna so happen learn a lesson unless you that- hold them with your 
fingers firmly laced in the back of their head, Sam, in their hair so that it only gets on the hair. Oh, no. And then you can let go and you're like, I'm good. See, this is a metaphor, Jackie. You're not picking up on what we're talking about. Like, you you don't actually get the the punishment or the the slime on you. You get, you dis a disease for eight months and pretend it's a hoax and then it ends up getting you. It's karma, Jackie. You have got the Rory Anderson karma and Rory Anderson's probably like a doctor. He lives up in the hills, probably got a smoking hot wife and a Ferrari. And you live in basically a basement. Uh, with a troll. That, and you have to hang out with us. So, yeah. Winston, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you a troll. You're a very handsome young uh, dog. Oh, I think you called me a troll. I think you got your I think you got your just deserves on the Rory Anderson. Rory Anderson <laughs> could suck my ass, okay? <laughs> Fucking give me a pencil, you dick. Anyway... Uh, no, no. We need to go back to the fact that he now has a mouth on his on yeah, his wrist. Yeah, none of these he's got things. A mouth I'm with on his wrist, before. So he's now got a fifty fifty chance where he, you know, you put your wiener in there. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, dude, he is totally like, see you guys later. He's not waiting for them to leave. Yeah. He's like, I got to go see if I can fit my dick in this weird well, alien mouth because he's gonna die anyway. And he's like, well, I'm either gonna get the best blowjob of my life from myself. I can play with that pecker. My arm is going to bite my dick off. Right. 50 <laughs> 50. Yep. I'm going to roll the dice. <laughs> I- I'm with you, Sam. I think I would try it. I'd be like, well. All right. So Wick and his ex wife get in the escape pod. They take off and just go straight up because I guess the cavern is also not now a cavern. It farted. There was an explosion and there was a huge fart and it the blew The cavern them up. farted. That's what they're saying is that the explosion caused a huge fart and it blew them up into the Farts yeah. require butts. What has a butt inside the cavern that's farting? All of those um here comes a matter ray. Ah! That doesn't make any sense, goddammit, Shaggy. The monster mash is expelling gas. But they go then there's a cavern roof. In order for something to be a cavern, there's a ceiling. They can't they just get, go straight up. They get outside of it, and they don't even have to worry about the danger bubbles this right? time. Right? It doesn't make because there's danger sense. bubbles on the way in. But even that doesn't make sense because the self-destruct sequence, the purpose of the self-destruct sequence, is to blow up the entrance, the rift, as it were. So they can't go through there because that shit's gonna be exploded. Yeah, I don't know. I know Ermi takes it back in after they eject-ish. He runs back, and then remember, he uh, also, he says, fuck you, to the self-destruct sequence and hits Enter before it blows itself up and blows up the ship. What was that? Before the self-destruct sequence can finish, thereby telling the self-destruct sequence to go fuck itself. I got this. (laughs) One second before it's going to go off. I don't get that at all. What the fuck? The last four seconds of this movie is a complete breakdown of continuity and sense. That's for sure. Because there was a bunch of that in the first 80 minutes. Yeah, I thought it was a good... No, no, this movie stinks (laughs) all the way through and through. And I hated the ending of this movie. I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, hold hands, and then she holds his other hand. Mm -hmm. And it's like they have a baseball bat between them, and whoever ends up on top of that baseball bat wins, (laughs) you know? That's how they decide who's driving the escape pod. Did you notice the essential failure of that shot? 
the, the watch on her arm is twisted directly towards the camera at one last chance for product placement, but it was out of focus, so you can't tell what kind of watch it is. Nice. <laughs> I bet it was it's, a Timex. It's got to be a Timex, but yeah. still, like, don't do that. The last shot of the movie, you're going to push Timex? Really? Oh, this is 1990, so it was probably a Swatch. Yeah. Swatch. Casio. Well, no, they didn't have dials on Casios. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, questions. I'll go first. Jackie. Who was the most heroic man in this movie? Uh, Gunny, I'm guessing, because he rubbed a... Well, that's not really heroism, as we've explained by... Or best looking is what I'm getting at. Oh, okay, God. who's the best looking one? That's heroic. that's what I'm talking about. Heroic slash best looking. It could uh, be the Pierre. Engineer. That surfer dude. <laughs> that surfer yeah. dude, Sam says. Frank Brana, the engineer. Yeah, Frank Brana. Why? The, oh, yeah, he totally... like. For an old dude, he's just stacked his shit. And he looks like he could kick everyone's ass on the submarine. I'm with yeah. Sam. That guy could just be like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of you. He stab you three times right in internal organs, and you just fucking die. Okay. That was a weird question. I'm just saying the manliest slash handsome Manliest. <laughs> not, not Wick Hayes, not Jack Scalia. Wick Hayes. Who the fuck names her kid Wick? <laughs> Wick? I mean, that was my next question. I'll just get to it. Wick. Also, also Wick. Yeah. Who the fuck names her kid Wick? Yeah. Like, are you a Maybe candle maker and you're like just trying to pass sham. things along? Go, Sam. Maybe it's short for like Wickersham. Wickersham. <laughs> I know Very a guy whose last name. name is that, so. Yeah. Well, there's all the like, I, it, he, he's an American. It doesn't make sense. There's all the, the Wicks in England, right? Mm -hmm. But the... Those are, I think, last names. Uh, Not first names. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. You Wick. could totally make fun of him for Wick his whole Hayes. life. Like, Wick. Like, your dick's no longer than a Wick. Mm -hmm. Wick the dick. What's up, Wick man? Not the bees. Not the bees. That's what you do to him. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Is there a shark in that bag, yeah. Wick? Wick man. You got to call him Wick man. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't work. Uh, all right. Sammy? Question? I have three questions. Okay. Does Nina live? Nina's the ex-wife, right? Yeah. No, I believe she has an accident on the way up after she, re you know, kind of comes down from the, oh, you saved me, and she starts being a fucking bitch again, and he's like, you know what? I'm not giving you half of all my shit. In fact, I'm going to take yours, too. Oh, my God, you had an embolism on our way up. I don't see that at all. Uh, let's 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 go ahead and and declare that uh, Wick Hayes is probably not the uh, smoothest of dudes with the ladies because we saw his apartment and his girlfriend is literally a lit cigarette. Uh, I think he is quite desperate to her and she walks all over his ass. Well, see, I'm asking if she lives because she rubbed biomatter all over her face in like ten shots. What? She really? actually rests her head. On seaweed in one of the shots. She's oh, not going to make it. I didn't notice that. Yeah, she's infected. She brought that shit to the surface. Oh, yeah. I totally didn't think about that. You're right, Sam. Oh, my God. And then she probably has sex with him in the escape pod, and they create one of those seaweed Monster babies. Monster babies. Monster babies that we saw down in the basement. Mm -hmm. But this one's like, it doesn't need an amniotic sack. It just comes out, and it's like, man, brains, and then you got the whole Rosemary's Baby scenario, everything. Like, yeah, no, the apocalypse has come because of her dumb ass. Yeah, she doesn't make it. 
Well, I mean, I guess she does. She just transmorphosizes into something else. Her vagina becomes a gaping fish hole. Yeah. Well, she's a monster. You don't just you become a monster that, too when you get the joke. No, I guess you just die. You got to go into the monster machine to become a monster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The no, she question. She dies, question two. Does anything actually have a self-destruct sequence? In anything. Like, like in real life or just in movies? In real life, because I know that like Navy vessels don't. You just have to do a series of things to scuttle the vessel. Uh-huh. They don't actually, because if they had that, somebody would push that button at the wrong time and blow it up. What about like the ISS? Well, no, that's an international. You wouldn't blow that up on purpose. What about Pretty- like something uh, like a... Like the stealth fighter back in the '90s. Like, what if what if somebody got their hands on that and you'd want it? No, then you just crash it into the ground. Uh, you still got to rip the computers out. They go down there and they rip all the vital stuff up and then they blow it up. Things mm-hmm. don't have. Just imagine if you had one in your car. You'd have like one bad day on the freeway and you'd be like, "Nope, today's the day." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a, I have a, a self destruct sequence in my car. It's it's called the gas pedal because I'll I'll wrap any tree, I'll wrap anything around a tree, you know. <laughs> uh no, I can't think of any. Like maybe back in the day, like some of the like maybe like the I would say the rockets, like you know, because of the space race, and you wouldn't want NASA or you wouldn't want Russia getting your hands on one of our rockets. But the problem there is those things didn't need a self-destruct sequence because they just blew up on their own. Yeah. Um, so, mm. no, too too soon. In, like no, fifty years. Is no. Too soon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell a too soon joke then too. Abraham Lincoln's head also no! didn't have a self-destruct sequence <laughs> on it. I mean, I don't know. Yes, that's really bad. You too. Villains. Uh, no, I can't think of anything that would need a self-destruct sequence, Sam. <laughs> Although okay. I'm pretty sure that some modern appliances just have it. Yeah, like built right. in, like your washer machine, your dishwasher, uh, your tablets, your cell phones mm. are like... All right, dude, you get five years with this thing and then it just fucking self-destruct. Your cassette tapes when you get missions, those have self-destructs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy at Apple listening to this podcast going, oh, they haven't figured it out yet. Thank (laughs) Thank God. God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's your Uh, last question, Sam? The last question is the big one. The reason we watched this sort of, I mean, we watched this because it's fucking zany, but is, who's the worst the guy from The Nest or Jack Scalia in this movie as far as, like, no thanks hero? I'm going with the guy from The Nest. I am, too. Okay, yeah, I think so. Even though I think that Jack Scalia loses a hero competition to everybody but that guy, though, yeah. in this movie. Jack Scalia, it, it, Wick Hayes has no business being a part of this mission. Uh, and then the guy from The Nest... It has a mission thrust upon him that he can't avoid, but he also like does a lot of really stupid things on the way. Wick Hayes really doesn't do anything that stupid. He's just like, why am I here? I would yeah. also like to say that the the guy from the nest, if he would have had access to get the fuck off that island, he would have just oh, left every totally motherfucker yeah, there. He would have right. been like, I Go don't on. care. I'm yeah. out. Out. Howdy, howdy, howdy. All right, final recommendations on uh, The Rift. Uh, Jackie, let's start with you. 
Oh man. Uh God, I'm gonna go no. Really? It was it was slightly boring. Um I did have a good time with it, but I'm used to watching some slow, boring shit and it was one of those deep sea movies, and I'm not big on deep sea no. movies, so I'm kind of tainted anyway. And uh, I guess if you're sick with the flu on a Saturday. Oh, boy. It's a flu do. Other than that, it's a don't. Okay. Uh, I, I'm i right over the edge on this one. Uh, it's it's a clear do for me. It's just, it's still not good. Uh, there, It is it is slow in parts, and, and but it's a, it's a, it's a riff riffer. It's a rift riffer. It's a rifter. Yeah. So uh, I ha- I did have fun with it, but uh, uh, I didn't laugh a lot at the movie itself. Um, other than the few head explosions that did happen, um, I thought it was kind of uh, kind of standard fare for this type of movie. Not just the underwater, but a lot of space movies from this era also carry this tone. And the pacing of this film as well. So yeah, it was just it was okay, but yeah, it's a do for me. Sam, it's a do for me for the reasons you just said. It's the standard fare of studio crap, B movie. Put it on a, a video shelf, but it's so much more fun than the other ones of those. That even though it's not super fun, uh, by comparison, it's a pretty good time. So I give it a do. And it's it takes a while to get there, but the stuff that does happen is pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, we got some listener feedback this week, uh, starting with uh, some follow-up from our uh, rerun episode last week where I explained uh, the horrific situation that Jackie and I suffered on Sunday when we were coming back from camping. Oh, my uh, God. We're lucky to have survived, really. Yeah, right. Uh, and Fucking nine-plus breakdowns. I lost track after nine. Yeah. We, so we got an email from Mark Clegg. Ooh. Uh, Hello, Clegg. Mark Clegg. He's saying. He says, uh, the title is A Stinger Madness Limerick. Hmm. Hmm. Two unlucky Idaho campers heading home with their gra- with their gear, booze, and hampers were shot at by tanks, so Jap- Jackie crapped in her spanks, and Justin's now forced to wear pampers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> at least I just shit once. You've got a lifetime of problems ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, very, God, they, the guy is just, uh, he's always got good stuff for us, <laughs> the singing and the lyrics and the both. Like, I mean, you know, he, he might want to take up, uh, working in the theater. Dude, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy over there. He could be the next, he could be the next Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh... All right. All right. Maybe, you know, cause all right. Uh, we've also got an email from a uh, new emailer, maybe longtime listener, first time caller. We don't know. Uh, Jared G. I'll give you a Jared shout out. Jared G. Jared G. It just sounds like a 90s. Well, song. I'm abbreviating his last name because I don't like saying people's last name that email us, except for Mark Lorkley game, because he also posts stuff on Facebook and oh. it's public. So, you know, you know, OK, I just try to be sensitive that way. Not doxing people. Anyways, uh, he's got some bad review recommendations. He says, hello, you guys and girl. Hello. Hope everything is going well. I got some good, bad movie recommendations for you guys to check out. Uh, First is Robot in the Family. It's currently on YouTube. Uh, Nonsensical The Movie. Wish I could put my thoughts about this movie into words. Uh, Terror in Beverly Hills. It's currently free on Prime. Solid action movie to go along with. Cameron Mitchell's finesse performance. Sam, we saw uh, Terror in Beverly Hills. We did a streaming do's and don't on yeah. it. Yeah. It's uh, with Frank Stallone. 
Yeah. <laughs> Frank Stallone's the lead. It's almost an episode worthy. I've got it back on the yeah, watch list. Yeah, so. it's in that back pocket there. Yeah. Uh, Space Mutiny. Of course, we all know about Space Mutiny and uh, have, uh, have avoided doing an episode on it because everybody else has. Uh, it's good space jank, he says. Wish Upon. Uh, it's currently free upon free on Prime. One of the best unintentional comedies I've seen in years. I looked this up. This is a 2017 movie um, starring some moderately uh, not C list, uh, but like B list. Like uh, God, what the fuck is his name? Not uh, uh, oh Ryan Felipe and Joey King, um, hmm. the, that kind of level people. So. Uh, it's got a 35 Metacritic score, so I added that also to the list. It might be a good horror movie for Jackie since this is Spooktober. So, oh yeah, Ooh. Spooktober has started. Ooh. Yeah, uh, take it easy, says Jared. So there you go. Thanks for the recommendations, dude. We love it. Well, fish, fish, you got your wish. I'll do wish list. Oh, because you didn't have wish upon. <laughs> wish upon, whatever the fuck that thing was. Are you sure you I was going to do plot, plot first. I was going to do uh, Bigfoot's Wild Party Weekend. Mm. So, wish upon. A teenage girl discovers a box that carries magic powers and a deadly price for using them. Ooh, it's like a monkey paw. Yeah, kind of like a monkey paw. Yeah. Kinda. Oh, I'm in. We're doing this. Wish upon. In fact, the first review on uh, IMDb says modern day monkey's paw. So, there you go. All right, I'm in. Winter Wish Upon, currently streaming on Prime. Uh, good thing it is your pick next. So, uh, Sammy, got anything else Thanks, before we, we uh, wrap up? I don't believe I do. All right. Well, then we're wrapping up. Um, yeah, Wish Upon on Prime next week. Uh, enjoy your week, guys, and get to the chopper. Oh, can before we break, can mm-hmm. I do a, a limerick for... <laughs> you can try. <laughs> for Clay Gone? Mark Workley Gain. Clay Gain. Does it have Let to do start with that again. Nantucket? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. Uh, but before we break, can I do a, a limerick for Cleek Lane? You did it better the first time. Cleek Lane. Ah, fuck. I'm drunk. Let's not lie. Okay, just do your damn lyric. <clears throat> it doesn't, doesn't matter. Limerick. There once was a girl with, from Boise who had... Something that rhymes with Boise. <laughs> Something a that lot probably of Boise. Ran, that rhymed with Nantucket originally. <laughs> God damn it, shut up, you do. Okay, you know what? I'll work on it, and I'll bring it back next week. I'm sure you will. <laughs> C- Clegane, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to get a good one. I'm okay. just not as, as skilled as you, okay? Like, All right. There I read one, a lot there, of technical manuals. There once was a podcast host who wanted to go do something else, so he said, get to the chopper, and we ended. The end. <laughs> Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.